the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. God is calling you to greatness. Come on, say yes. Say yes to his calling. Say yes to his plans. Say yes to his anointing. Say yes to his gifting. Say yes to it all, right? And all glory belongs to him. All honor belongs to him. And all we do is say yes to his voice. Come on, I love that. You know what? We know the voice of the Father through his word. We know his will through his word. That's why we got to get hungry for the word because that's how we learn and hear and understand the voice of the father. He's calling you to greater. He's got so much more for you. Have y'all ready for more? Have y'all ready to go further, deeper, beyond, right? Let's go. All we have to do is say yes. We say yes, say yes to his will, his plans, his purposes, and God takes you beyond your wildest dreams, beyond your wildest imagination. Come on, we're just praying for these things, this stuff, and God's saying, that's nothing, that's just having. Come to know your being, who you truly are in the spirit, right? We're talking about identity, purpose, and destiny. How many know that you got a destiny to fulfill here on this earth? You are here for so much more than just sleeping, eating, walking around, living life. No, there's so much more that God's called you to do. So much more that he's calling you to greater, right? Finding, discovering, pursuing, and fulfilling God's will. How many are ready to find, pursue? Y'all ready? Let's go. Discover God's will, God's best for your life. It's a pursuit, right? God's knocking. He's a gentleman. He's there knocking. You have to open your heart. You have to open your life. You're like, yes, I hear you, Lord, right? Let's go. Sometimes I hear my name and I'm like, yes, Lord. Or just to be silly too. But I want to say, just like that song, I say yes to your call. I say yes to your voice. I say yes to your word. I say yes to your way of doing things. How many know God's ways are greater than our ways? Right? And that's where we get the truth from the word. How are we going to understand his ways? He gave us a manual. He gave us his, his, uh, he gave us his word and he gave us his son. He gave us Jesus. We are to be like Jesus. Our identity is in Christ. Come on. Our purpose is to be like Christ here on this earth. And our destiny is when those unite. When our, our destiny is when we get an understanding of who we are. We get an, we think destiny is about stuff. We think our destiny is about how much money in the bank, that we could be this NBA, that we could be this, you know, basketball player, that we could be a mom, that we could be, this is our destiny. And God's saying your destiny is to discover who you truly are in Christ. Come on, we're the body of Christ. And we're over here worrying about little stuff. Our God is the creator of the universe. Come on, in heaven, the streets are gold. There's no lacking nothing. 
You know, if we could just have a little ring of gold, we're happy. Can I just get a little earrings, right? We're so excited. The streets are gold. The street, that's as valuable as asphalt out there, dirt, you know? Come on, wake up to who you are and whose you are. As born-again believers, Jesus followers, disciples of Jesus, that's who we are, right? Our identity is in Christ alone. Our identity is in Christ alone. Your identity is not what you look like. Your identity is not your height, not your weight, not your hair, not your fluffiness, your chunkiness. That's not your identity, right? On the outside, your identity is not your bank account. Because, man, you balling, and man, you got nothing. Does that mean you're nothing? No, because your identity is in Christ alone, right? Our identity is in Christ. Identity is who you are. Purpose is why you are, and destiny is when those unite, when those meet. As born-again believers, come on, we are united with Christ. We are united with Christ, and the enemy is a liar, The devil's a liar, and he wants to deceive us, and he wants to trick us. He wants to ensnare us. He wants to trap us and make us believe that we are not united with Christ. He wants us to believe that we are separated from Christ, right, and that we can't do nothing and that sickness and disease and all this stuff that's going on in this world. No, we are united with Christ. We are in Christ. Let me tell you, he is the head, and we are the body. How many of y'all know that your head is not walking around without your body? You're one, right? That would be weird. You are one. So that's why we have every authority over the enemy. We've got every authority over any uh, wickedness, right? We've got authority. We have the authority. But if the devil can trick us, ensnare us, trap us, then we don't take the authority that already belongs to us and we're robbed of our life that we should be living here because we're united with Christ we are one with Christ we are the body of Christ and we got to get steadfast we got to get steadfast we got to get consistent we got to get unwavering on renewing our mind to who we are this is where it is right It's all about your mind. It's all about your mindset, right? A mindset, a champion, a winner. You know where it is? It's in here. It's in here. Because why can there be this skinny, scrawny, tiny, you know, whatever, and they're the best, you know? They're the best. They're the champion. They got the most golds. It has everything to do with your mindset, right? Champion is a mindset. A winner is a mindset. Has everything to do with your mindset. And we got to get our mindset, we got to renew our mind to who we are in Christ. Because then we're going to have a strong identity. We're going to have a a foundation of who we are in Christ. So that way we're not moved and swayed by how we feel. We're not moved or swayed by what we see. But we're founded on the rock. We're founded in the word. Paul said in Colossians 2.6, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him, walk with him, talk with him, do life with him. How many of y'all talk with Jesus? Walk with Jesus and do life with Jesus. He says, Paul is saying, you must continue to follow him. 
Sometimes we receive Jesus and that's it. We just stay there. And God's saying he has so much more for you. He has, you we should be operating as Jesus here on this earth. And that's taking authority. He was preaching, teaching, healing, right? That's what we, sh what we should be doing, not robbed by the enemy. No, we're going to walk with Jesus, talk with him, do life with him, and let your roots grow deep down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Come on, we walk with Jesus, we talk with Jesus, we look to Jesus, we follow after Jesus, we keep our eyes on Jesus, planting the roots of our identity down deep in Jesus. Okay, we got to get the roots of our identity, of who we are in Christ. I am a new creation. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We got to get, that's our identity, right? You know what? You go to the creator for your purpose, for who you are. Did you know that your parents are not your creators? God used them. But they're not your creators. God is your creator. We gotta get our plant, our, get our roots planted in Christ Jesus alone. Then we're gonna have a strong identity, right? Then our everyday lives of grace, faith, purpose, and service grow strong out of that root. Out of that root, right? It's 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 the excitement you have about serving others. It's the excitement you have about loving others. It has everything to do with the excitement that you have about Christ Jesus in you, right? Passion follows purpose, right? You're so excited. You are passionate about what? What are you passionate about? I'm passionate about purpose. We have purpose. We've got destiny. We've got things to fulfill here in this earth. Do you know that you guys have a purpose? God saved you for this time and this hour to fulfill a purpose, to be loved by him and to love others, to be used by him. Sometimes we just think that God just wants to use us till we're empty. Like, that's all service is about. That's all uh, ministry is about. So that he can empty us and then use the next. Empty us and then use the next. That's not at all what God created you for. God created you to have a love relationship with you. God created you in his likeness, in his image. God created you with more than enough inside of you to keep on giving. He is not taking from you. It is out of him that you live, out of him that you give, right? That you have your being, yes, come on. Then our everyday lives of grace, faith, purpose, and service grow strong out of that foundation in Christ Jesus. That's how we don't get burnt out, right? Our foundation is strong in Christ Jesus and we overflowing with thankfulness. God's will is that you overflow with thankfulness. Like what's God's will for my life? Be thankful in all things. What's God's will for my life? To be thankful in all things. Be thankful in all circumstances. How many are ready to throw a party and be thankful when you're sick? We're going to be thankful 
in all things. Why? Because we are never without hope. We are never without Jesus. We are never without an answer. So that's how we can be thankful and overflow with thankfulness because we are rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus. We know that we can do all things. We can overcome all things. And we give thanks to God who's already given us the victory in Christ Jesus. I love the confetti bombs. I just want to live a life with confetti bombs. Why? Because all hell breaks loose all the time. Like, that's life. How was Paul so strong? Paul's like, I'm content in prison, out of prison. Content, excited. He knows he's fulfilling God's will. I'm like, oh my gosh. We get mad when we don't got enough for extras. Stuff. You know? Like, we just live so comfortably here in the United States of America. Thank you, Father, for the USA. But we get so comfortable with being comfortable, you know? Like, I'm like, oh, I have nothing to wear. I got a closet full of clothes. I got nothing new to wear is what I'm complaining about. That's it, right? And that's so petty. It, it's nothing. We've got more than enough. Let's wake up to who we are. Life is so much more than just stuff, right? We're supposed to be overflowing with thankfulness. It's God's will. Paul said in uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.16, always be joyful. Never stop praying. How are we always going to be joyful? We're always going to be celebrating. We're always going to be having confetti bombs in our life because we never stop talking to God. We never stop communicating with the Father. We never stop talking to Jesus. We never stop praying in the Holy Spirit. We pray in always, continuing in communication with the Father, continuing in communication with the Holy Spirit, continuing in communication with the Word of God, continuing. Do you know that we are thinking always? You know that you got so much thoughts flying through your mind. You got so much pictures, images, right? Let's set that to the Word of God. Let's set that to the way God does things. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Let's go. Let's go. We celebrate in all things. Why? Because we know that we are going to get through to the other side. Just as you have received Jesus, walk in union with him. Walk in union with him, reflecting his character in the things that you do and the things that you say. Communicating with Father, communicating with the Father, communicating with the Holy Spirit. Always, like, I wake up and I'm like, let's go. What do you got today? What do you got today, God? Like, life is so precious. There's so much life to give. How can you keep on giving? Because I keep on receiving. I know where to go. I don't go to people. I go to the word. I go to the Father. And that's what that feeling, being full to the fullness, till you overflow with God himself, with life itself, with love itself. It just keeps flowing out of you, right? Not with temporal things. So, just as we've received Jesus, walk in union with him, reflecting his character in the, things you, in the things you say and do, living lives that lead others to Jesus. Out of that thankfulness, people want to know who you are. 
People want to know, why are you so happy all the time? People want to know, you know, wh- you know, what is it that you have? And it's not false, right? It's truth. We have the word. We have Jesus. And it's not like we're like, <sighs> at all times. But we choose joy. We choose to keep our eyes on Jesus. We choose to look to him. And that gives us hope, right? Get deeply rooted in Christ and become continually built up in Christ, becoming increasingly more established in your faith. So we grow deep roots in our identity. And then we grow upon, we built up in Christ. And that's when we can grow and give. That's when we have so much that it overflows. What? In fruit, fruit of the spirit that we give to others, becoming securely grounded in your new identity in Christ. In Christ, you have all that you will ever need. You can see the assault on identity right now more than ever before. I mean, all the time, everywhere that you go, everything that you, you know, click on or whatever, it's like, what do you identify as? Who do you identify as? You know, it, we're, we're asking children, what do you identify as? A cat, a dog, a mouse? You know, we're not animals. <laughs> no, no. We identify we are our identity is in Christ alone. And we got to build a generation and we got to teach them that their identity is in Christ alone. Their, your identity is not in your family. Your identity is not in your looks. Your identity is not in your bank account. Your identity is in Christ alone. That is the only thing that will never change. Your identity is in Christ alone. Now we got to renew our mind to who we are in Christ, right? How many of you guys desire to know who you are in Christ, right? To get an understanding, to come to know, to get a revelation of this information and have a supernatural transformation. Supernatural transformation is from the inside out. It's from the inside out. It's not from the outside. It's from the inside out. That's why when your body can be failing you or you can be going through a whole bunch of a mess on the outside, your inside will carry you because your inside is a spirit. I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. And my spirit, man, is one with God, created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. Let's go. Yes. Right. Let's get a revelation of that. You are a new creation. You're a new creation. That's all on the inside. Right. That is 100 percent on the inside. You're a new creation. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creation, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things have, the previous things, they've passed away. The previous uh, moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, all things have become new because spiritual awakening brings new life. You are a new creation. You ready for the ultimate makeover? You got to work out your salvation. What does that mean? Because our new self is on the inside and we got to work it out, right? And it says with, uh, with fear and trembling, right? Work out your salvation. But you know what we're so busy doing? Working out everybody else's salvation, We're working out their salvation, and they need to get it together. And how about them? And them? Anybody? Patty Betty? We just got all kinds of judgment for everybody. 
No, we got, and we, imagine, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Ooh, ooh, Mufasa. <laughs> we got it mixed up, right? We need to work it out because the spirit man is perfect. There's our union with Christ. We just got to work it out through this body. Like, listen, line up. <laughs> You're one with Christ. Line up, right? You're a new creation. You have a new identity in Christ. And a strong sense of security, it comes from a strong sense of identity. Like a secure, confident person has a strong identity, a strong identity in who they are, in who they are, right? Insecurity comes from a lack of identity. It comes from an identity crisis. It comes from identity confusion. You're not sure, right? And we got to ask ourselves, what's my identity rooted in? What's my identity rooted in? Is my identity rooted in something temporal, in something physical? You know, like, just, so, just, just letting you guys know, you know, you could be looking fly, but, you know, gravity is coming for you. That's just facts. Life is life. Everybody gets old, and, you know, it happens. But you know what? Your insight doesn't. Your insight never gets old. Imagine, like, sometimes I'm, like, talking to an older person. I'm like, how are you? And you know their young self is like, why are they talking like that? Yeah, I'm going to not do that. Because I don't want anybody to be ever treating me like that. I am fine. They were like, this is a joke, you know? Like, no, your inside, your inside's always like, you know, that like 18-year-old self, 19-year-old self, you know? Anybody else, or is it just me? I know it's most of the guys too, because they're always talking about them glory days and that football. And you know what? It gives them such a good security too, because they can be a little, you know, chunky monkey, but they see that football player, they see that varsity guy, and they're over here like, yeah, and we're like, okay, pop still got it, but is your identity founded on something physical? Is your identity founded on something tangible? Is your identity founded in something financial, or is it founded in something everlasting, something supernatural, something unchangeable, something eternal, right? Our identity should be founded in Christ alone, in Christ alone. You are a child of God, created in the image of God, created in the likeness of God, designed to be loved by God. Designed to be loved by him, designed to give and receive love like him. You are a new creation. And you got to go to the word to truly understand who you are. I encourage every single one of you, every single one of us to go over your I am's. Go over your I am's. If you got children, say the I am's together. If you got babies, Speak the I am's over them. If you got teens, 
Speak the I am's with them. It is so important to build them up in who they are. And who they are has nothing to do with the outside. And who they are has nothing to do with what they look like. And who they are has nothing to do with their failures. And who they are is who they are in Christ. Has everything to do with their identity in Christ, right? Build up each other. Build up your spouse. Build up your neighbor. Come on, build up your coworker. Build up others. But first, you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. So I encourage you to get your IMs. We have a paper of the IMs out in the foyer. You can go on our website. You can download the IMs. Speak the IMs. Don't just speak them. You go over them. You look up that scripture and you remind yourself. You speak to yourself and you say, this is who I am. This is who I am. Not what, not what the world says right? Not what the world says, not what that teacher said, not what that, you know, your first boyfriend rejected said. Now, how many of you guys replace stupid words that were said over you? You know, it's like, we don't always replay the good words, but the stupid ones, somehow they just keep coming back up, coming back up. No, no more. No, we're going to speak the word. You are a new creation. You are a son of God. You are a labor together with God. This is who you are, right? It's not, we, we get so caught up in the stuff. We get so caught up in, in achieving. Let's start being. Let's start being who we were created to be. You are a partaker of his divine nature. You're above only and not beneath. You're above only and not beneath. When you get founded on the word, you don't need to go and ask and fight and demand about your rights, about equality, because your rights are God-given. And your rights and your purpose is God-given. So you need to go to the word. You need to go to the Bible. You need to get a foundation of who you are. And nobody can take what God gave you. It belongs to you. It belongs to you. We don't fight the government. We don't fight each other. We don't need to. They're God-given. Our purpose is given by God. We're an imitator of Christ. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. You're an heir Come on, heiress, you're an heir. Let's go, right? You're an heir with God. You're an heir of eternal life. You're an eternal being. You are an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. You're an overcomer. What are you overcoming? Come on, we're overcoming by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We are speaking about the goodness of God. We are telling others that what God did for us and he can do it for them, right? We are, you are being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You are blessed coming in and you are blessed going out. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings. You are blessing the Lord at all times and continually praising him with your mouth. You are bringing every thought into captivity. Come on, every thought, you have the ability to take it into captivity. Is this thought good? Or is this thought bad? Does, is this thought confirmed by the word of God? Or is this thought confirmed by the world, by culture? We are taking every thought captive, right? 
You are casting all of your cares onto Jesus. You are casting down vain imagination. You are daily, look at your neighbor and say daily. You're daily overcoming the devil. You are delivered from the power of darkness. You are doing all things through Christ who strengthens you. This is not just some positive affirmations that you're putting out into the universe so that they can come back to you. This is who you are. This is your foundation. This is where your roots need to be deep down in Christ so that you can be built up on him and actually give to others and fulfill your purpose and destiny. You are exercising your authority over the enemy. Let's go. You are forgiven. You are getting all of your needs met by Christ Jesus. That means you're lacking nothing. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. This is not just something that we confess. This is something that we are. We are healed. We are already healed by the stripes of Jesus. We take authority over sickness and disease. We walk in our authority over the darkness, over COVID, over the flu, over cold symptoms, over whatever it is that's trying to attack our body. We take authority over it. We command it to leave in the name of Jesus. This is who we are. This is who we are. We're not weak, wimpy, just like everybody else in our generation. No, who we are is in Christ Jesus. We're not gonna be labeled by the generations. We're not gonna be labeled by social media. We're not gonna be labeled by our failures. We're not gonna be labeled by sickness or disease. We're not gonna be labeled by lack. We're gonna be labeled by the word. We're gonna be labeled by who we are in Christ, right? That's the only labels that we're gonna wear and the bougie labels that we want to. No, just kidding. Jokes. Because we're an heir to the blessing of Abraham. We are justified. You are kept in safety wherever you go. You don't have to fear nothing. You don't have to fear death. You don't have to fear getting on a plane. You're kept in safety wherever you go. You don't have to be afraid of the dark. You don't have to be afraid to, you know, ah, turn the light on. Look under the bed. Look in, look in the closet. Anybody been there? You're like, oh, what was that? No, I'm kept in safety wherever I go. You're led by the Spirit of God. You are more than a conqueror. You're not moved by what you see. You're observing and doing the Lord's commandments. You're redeemed from the hand of the enemy. You're redeemed from the curse of the law. You're sanctified. You are saved by grace through faith. You're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You're the light of the world. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're the salt of the earth. You're walking by faith and not by sight. You are united with Christ. We, we are one with Christ. And we're the body of Christ. That's who we are. We got to get steadfast. We got to get consistent. We got to get unwavering in the renewing of our mind to our union with Christ, to our new identity in Christ, to our new covenant with Christ. Paul said in Romans 12, 1 and 2, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your body, dedicating all of yourself set apart as a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. You don't want to know what a living sacrifice gets up and walks off. You know, a dead sacrifice just lay there. But we're living. 
That means we gotta choose to sacrifice. We gotta choose to dedicate ourselves every day, right? Because we have a free will. Anybody, right? Holy and acceptable, well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Every day, every day we gotta dedicate our life as a living sacrifice, as a living sacrifice because God's given us a free will. How many know you got a free will? You could do what you want, when you want, how you want, however you want. And at the same time, you're going to reap the fruit of those consequences, of those choices, right? Right? We have to daily choose his will, his plan, his purpose, his word, and not our earthly desires. Because the, what is it? The flesh is weak, <laughs> The flesh, you know, the flesh is just nasty. It just does what it wants. Leave yourself alone for a few days. Look what happens to you. Your breath, your hair, you, everything. You're like, what in the world? The flesh left alone is nasty, right? Paul said in Romans 12, 1 and 2, this is the message. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. Come on. You're sleeping, eating going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognizing what he wants from you and quickly responding to it. You recognize what he wants and you quickly respond. You recognize what he wants and you quickly respond. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Supernatural transformation is from the inside out. We, we keep trying to change the outside. God's after your heart. It's all about the inside, and the outside will follow. God created you. He chose you. He set you apart for his own use. God has a special plan for you. He's anointed you. He's anointed you, and he's equipped you. Like, you're graced for your race. Come on. Connect with his will and his word. His thoughts are greater than your thoughts. Do you know God's thinking about you always? It's like he's saying his mind is always on you. He's always thinking about you. That's why he's like pray always. Connect with his thoughts. His plans are greater than your plans. You are a child of God, created in the image of God, created in the likeness of God, designed to be loved by God and designed to receive and give love like God. That's how we become the hands and feet of Jesus when our identity is in Christ alone. Not in this earthly stuff, not on our looks, in Christ alone. And that security gives you a confidence to take on whatever comes your way. 
It doesn't matter. Whatever comes your way because you're founded on the rock. You're founded on the rock. That security, that love, that foundation makes you resilient. It makes you resilient to whatever comes your way because you know that in Christ Jesus, you can overcome and that you already have the victory, that you are more than a conqueror and that you're giving thanks always because that's God's will for your life. Give thanks always because you know that you are getting through to the other side. Amen? Amen, amen. Identity. Come on, purpose and destiny. Identity is who you are. Never confuse that and never let anybody confuse you. Your identity is in Christ alone. Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.